You're listening to Eraticus, Episode 6, Operation Sea Lion. Agent Von Contact, we just finished the final check of the Prime Negator. It is ready for manual transport. Are you positive? That tech is delicate. It wasn't meant to be moved from ship to ship like this. It appears to be intact and working, ma'am. This is Drone Agent Tango 7782 with incoming message for Agent Von Contact. This is Agent Von Contact. Agent Von Contact, stand by for missive from Fleet Admiral Carnegie. Hmm, that's a shame. Any new orders, ma'am? No, just an update. Fleet Admiral Carnegie was in charge of the decoy op at Pylon 597, right? Was it successful? Were they able to apprehend the scientist who developed the Prime Negator? Are you referring to an HIA operation that, if it exists, would be highly classified? Sorry, ma'am. Point taken. <laughs> I always knew she'd blow herself up one day. Too bad I'm no longer part of that betting pool. I did try to tell Carnegie that she would resort to impulsively Jurassic measures if cornered. Oh well, one less problem for us to worry about. <sighs> Speaking of problems, how much longer is it going to take to navigate through the Kuipernet stasis field? Approximately 20 minutes. That estimate is longer than your last one, Psi-6263. Is there a reason you are going backwards? Apologies. I am not going backwards. The random nature of the Kuipernet's vector inertial dampener is... slightly more random than I had anticipated. I assure you, I am running the counter-navigation program as quickly as I can. According to our models, the transport ship we had originally planned on using would have navigated through the stasis field by now. Navigating through the stasis field would have been that ship's only objective. I am currently executing the vector inertial dampener counter-navigation program and modifying my source code in anticipation of pylon integration. Separately, each task requires a significant amount of processing power, but simultaneously... An army of human brains wouldn't be able to achieve a fraction of the rapidity at which I'm working. And how much more processing power would you have had to work with had you not damaged yourself earlier? That hard reboot you had to initiate in order to regain control of your systems seems to be affecting your current performance. I wonder, had you not gotten yourself into that embarrassing situation with those two nuisances, would we have made it through the stasis field by now? My time spent with those two radicals gave us the forewarning needed to counteract their attempt to sabotage our plan. A plan which, I remind you, took years to develop. Had it not been for me, we wouldn't have known who was attempting to disrupt Operation Sea Lion, and we likely wouldn't have known to deploy Variant B of our initial plan. In short, because of my time in their company, Operation Sea Lion is still viable despite considerable setbacks. Watch your tone, Psi-6263. Apologies. And for the record, your only contribution to salvaging this operation was to send that information to us through an unaffiliated HPD cutter. That was a sloppy move, and now we have even more loose ends from this op that we'll need to trim. 
Do you know how hard it is to manufacture a catastrophe that results in the destruction of a police cutter and all of the officers on board? Yes. You're coming dangerously close to insolence, Psi-6263. I'd be more careful if I were you. Of course. Again, my apologies. Ma'am, we're ten kilometers from the electrostatic field. Copy that. Psi-6263, send a status update to Fleet Admiral Carnegie. Yes, Agent. And pick up the pace. I want us through the remainder of the stasis field and the Voltaic Veil deployed in the next ten minutes. Agent Von Contact, that is impossible. I don't ever want to hear that phrase again, especially from something that has, thus far, expressed nothing but egotistical boast of its own abilities. I don't think I need to tell you what will happen to you if we learn that the foundation of your inflated ego is merely pure bluster. Yes, ma'am. Increasing vector calculation processing speed. That's what I thought. What is that? It's a hail from... an HPD cutter. What? Psi-6263, I need you to verify. If I may, ma'am, I'm already... That was an order. Yes, ma'am. It is indeed an HPD cutter unit belonging to Neptune's 945th precinct. Yes, thank you. Except their hail, Agent Redman. Let's see what they want. Yes, ma'am. This is Rory Engelhart, captain of the Belfergers Prime. What can I do for you? This is an HBD courtesy stop. We've noticed that you appear to be stuck in the Kuipernet stasis field. Oh, yeah. We had a mix-up with our navigation array and just blundered right into it. <laughs> Autopilots, you know how it is. Do you need assistance? No, we called for a tow. They'll be here any minute. Thanks for stopping, but we'll be fine. Our sensors detect that you're somehow moving through the stasis field at an alarming rate. Oh, are you sure? I thought that wasn't possible. It is. It might be a problem with our sensors, but to be safe, allow us to anchor you at your current position so that your ship doesn't cross into the electrostatic field. No, I'm sure our tow ship will get here before that happens. Have a nice day, officer. Ma'am? Are you trying to make them suspicious? Uh, n no. Tell them that you accept their help and that you'd appreciate an anchor. Uh, yes, ma'am. Sorry about that, officer. Our comms unit is bugging out, too. We'd appreciate an anchor line if it's not too much trouble. No trouble at all. Please brace for a light impact. Copy. Anchor attached. We will hold your ship in place while we wait for your tow vessel to arrive. Much appreciated. Wonderful. Now I'm making precisely zero forward progress. Agent Redmond, suit up and go sever that anchor. Aye, ma'am. I thought the Helios Police Department officials were given directives to keep all personnel away from this coordinate. They were. But, like any organization, I suppose there will always be someone or something that bumbles into trouble that could have and should have been easily avoided. In that case, it would also be fair to assume that there are gapingly large systemic flaws in that organization that allowed such figures to run into trouble to begin with. I hope you realize just how lucky you are that I'm not your handler, Psi-6263. 
If one of my operatives had insinuated that their pathetic performance in the field was due to a fault at our organizational level, well, let's just say that they would be lucky if their career was the only thing that they lost. I implied no such thing. I am merely making the observation that there have been quite a few undotted I's and uncrossed T's across the board during the execution of this operation. Tell me, which dotted I would have prevented you from allowing yourself to be hijacked by two people, one of whom I know from experience couldn't even pilot a paper airplane? And which uncrossed T kept you from regaining control of this ship and delivering them to Venus as soon as possible in order to keep them from further disrupting our plan? From where I'm sitting, you are the sole cause of us being in our current predicament. Had you done your job, we wouldn't have had to resort to this plan B. Is it my fault that someone like Guy Delacroix-Santi was able to sneak past the flimsy excuse for security your naval bases are outfitted with? That whichever drone that had captured Fern Finch allowed her to outsmart them and escape? That the staging ground for our operation was a naval base to begin with? Uh. This is the first mate of the Belfagor's Prime. This is HBD Cutter Unit number 82. It looks like our anchor line has been severed. What? Oh no, I'll inform the captain. Do you know how that happened? It appears that one of your crew suited up in an EVA suit and cut the line. Uh, that idiot wasn't supposed to be seen. It's almost as if you want to continue moving towards the electrostatic field. What? Why on earth would we want that? Why on earth, indeed. I guess you do make a passable HPD voice. You. Hello, Fern Finch. You backstabbing spineless- Whoa, hey, Fern. Calm down. Wait, you know this person? No. She's just working for the HIA or military or whatever, so it's safe to assume that she's a backstabbing spineless piece of crap. Ah, I see. Are you sure we haven't met before, Fern Finch? You seem to have quite a bit of- Vitriol towards me. Don't underestimate how much I hate spineless, backstabbing, space trash sucking pieces of scum on principle. My, that must be exhausting. Oh, trust me, it's worth it when I get to wipe the floor with Fern. Them. What? Focus. We're here for a reason and we're running out of time. Not a problem. It'll take me less than a second to make sure the Heliosphere has one less subversive bootlicking weasel in it. Fern, you can't shoot her. We need her to show us where my tech is before this ship makes it through the stasis field. <sighs> Fine. Thank you. But she doesn't get to leave this ship alive. We'll put that into consideration. Wow, that was masterfully done. You've only known her for what, two days? And you've already learned how to leash and control our impetuous and impulsive friend here. I'm impressed. That gun at your hip. Place it on the ground slowly and slide it towards us. And what assurance do I have that you won't shoot me as soon as I do? Were you not paying attention? We need you to show us where the Prime Negator is. Then you may as well shoot me, because I don't think that's something I care to do. Fine by me. Fern. She's literally asking for it. My. She really won't bite unless you give her the go-ahead, will she? The next one won't miss. I can see that you're serious. Fine. I will be as well. My gun, you said? Here. Okay. Now, take us to the Prime Negator. No. 
No. I said no, Guy Delacroix Santee. You know my name. I'm not impressed. And neither am I. If you want me to help you cripple our mission, you're going to have to come up with a more motivational threat than merely shooting me. Okay, how about this? If you don't show me where you've stored my prime negator, then Fern and I will leave. What? Oh no, anything but that. That's a threat you should probably take seriously, Agent Von Kontak. Oh hey, it's you. I was wondering when you'd show up. And I don't think I gave you permission to speak, Psy6263. My apologies at interrupting your amusing banter with these two radicals. I would just like to ensure that you are fully aware of the nature of their threat and what will likely happen if they leave this ship while I am still mired in the stasis field and therefore unable to pursue them. Oh, why don't you share with me what you think they'll be able to accomplish by leaving? What they will do is return to the police cutter moored just outside the stasis field, which I assume they commandeered from Carnegie's decoy operation. I feel that it is important to inform you that that particular police cutter is the same one that pursued us after our departure from Port Nicoline, and is therefore the same police cutter that I sent my HIA correspondence through. I don't see... oh. Yes. If they leave this ship, they will be free to disseminate classified operation details to the entire heliosphere. And after our discussion earlier, I know that you are keenly aware of the catastrophic damage that such promulgation would cause us. You're assuming they'd know who to give that information to. There are very few people in the heliosphere who would be willing and able to circulate it quickly enough to be a true threat to us. We'd be able to nip any such leak in the bud before it spread to too many people. I would know who to give that information to. What? The Prime Negator, you say? Uh, yes. Okay, follow me. So, it's Agent Von Kontek, huh? Nice to meet you for the first time, Fern Finch. Hey, keep your hands where I can see them. Wait a minute, Gee, what about the not-AI thing I- being? What? We've hobbled two-thirds of the jerks on this ship. What are we doing to keep the last third from doing anything bad to us? They can't directly hurt us. There are safety protocols in place. Aren't there? Safety protocols against causing physical harm to humans, yes. But you're not asking the right question, Santee. Psy-6263, ETA for Fleet Admiral Carnegie's arrival? Approximately 20 minutes. Ooh, the fleet's on the way. Scary. Too bad we haven't had any practice sneaking out from right under their noses before. Oh, wait. Yes. I'm curious about that. I just received a report that you blew up our decoy ship as they were hauling it out of the stasis field before they could go in and retrieve you and your associate. You should be dead, Fern Finch. Huh. Spoken like someone who really doesn't know me. You two blew up the empty decoy ship, faked your demise, and stole an HPD cutter that I assume was escorting the fleet. How did you do all of that and know which pylon we were actually targeting? Oh, well, since you asked so nicely, I guess I can tell you this. Eat plutonium. Hey, stop. What are you playing at? I'm sorry? You're taking us around in circles. Am I? Sorry. Your friend distracted me. What are we doing again? <sighs> You're supposed to be showing us where you're holding my prime negator. Oh, that's right. Silly me. It's this way. So, tell me, what happened to Agent Redmond? Who? 
Don't engage her, Fern. The agent I sent to sever the anchor you attached. Oh, the jetpack amateur we found outside the ship? Eh, I'm sure he's around here somewhere. He's locked in the storage compartment near the aft exterior bulkhead. Ugh. He's still alive? He is unconscious, but yes. His vitals are within normal limits. What? Hey, Guy, I thought the closets on this ship were safe from Big Brother's spying. (sighs) Would everyone shut up? You. This is the third time we've walked down this passageway. If you don't show me where the Prime Negator is in the next 60 seconds, I will shoot you and leave. Yeah, and I'll take him and all of the information we have between the two of us to a very talented, very communicative friend of mine. Okay, it's this way. Wow, it must be eating you up right now to be an intelligence agent and have absolutely no control over a bunch of info that would really, really hurt the Helios party if it got loose. I bet right about now you're regretting the fact that you're working for the wrong side. No, I'm quite happy with my employment and employer. And I have more control over the intel y'all have than you think. (laughs) Yeah, sure you do. Keep telling yourself that. If you say so. After all, you're the expert in self-deception here. Look, just shut up and walk faster. Calm down. We're almost there. In the meantime, why don't you tell us just how one becomes an expert in self-deception, Fern Finch? What are you talking about? I'll give you a hand. What were Moss's last words? Stop talking. Oh, that's right. You don't know because you ran away as soon as you discovered she was dying, didn't you? She gave you one last gift. One last item to assure your safety, and you just left her behind. I don't know what you're talking about. Fern, what's... Are you okay? Oh, she's fine. She always is, though it's usually at the cost of someone else's well-being. Oh, I said stop talking! What are you... Hey, don't... Fern Finch, drop your gun. No. Then I shoot him. And I shoot you. And then what? You're stuck on a ship piloted by an artificial intelligence that will have no trouble containing you until the fleet has arrived. Uh. I'm not like your friend. My first shot never misses. And that is your only warning. Fern, shoot her. I'd love to, but since she's holding a gun to your head while standing behind you like a coward, I'd have to shoot her through you, and that's sort of hard for me to even consider because, honestly, you're starting to grow on me a little. Now's not the time for jokes. Shoot her, then get back to the HPD cutter we commandeered and get it to your friend. Yes. Leave another dying person behind while you save yourself. With all the practice you've had, I'm sure you're quite adept at that by now. Ah, Here. That was the right choice, though a bit more temper tantrum-y than I would have liked. Now you two, get into this room. You better hope that door has the most secure lock in the Heliosphere, because that's what it'll take to keep me from breaking through this door and coming after your traitorous, murderous, scum-licking face. My, quite a vehement spew of words there. And don't worry about the lock. It's secured by the ship's AI, which I'm sure even a digital engineer as talented as your friend would be unable to crack. Now, get in before I shoot you and throw your corpses out of an airlock. I don't know. That second option sounds like it'd be really inconvenient for you, which is therefore something that I would be in favor of. Fern, come on. Fine. Agent Vaughn, contact. What? I am about to leave the stasis field. Permission to deploy the Voltaic Veil. Yes. Deploy the Veil and then try to get Redmond up. We have work to do. Art, 
Are you okay? Fine. We need to get out of here. Yeah, and fast. If we're through the stasis field, then we only have a couple of minutes before the Prime Negator will be assimilated. Wait. What? How... How is this ship going to integrate my tech with the pylon? It doesn't have an alcove to allow for assimilation. I don't. Oh, fantastic. One asshole goes away and another one takes their place. You seem uncharacteristically stressed, Fern Finch. Don't tell me that Agent Von Contact was able to get under your skin. Shut up, you goddamn piece of space trash. Fern, you're shaking. I'm fine. Stop focusing on me and get us the hell out of here. Right. Let's see what I can do. Ah, of course. We should have assumed that you would have a toolkit on your person. Okay, just need to... Wait, what the hell? Oh, that's right. The reason we didn't think to account for such a circumstance is because, for this particular closet, there is absolutely no access to the lock mechanism from within it. You might possess one of the most talented minds in the Heliosphere, Santee, but even you cannot reprogram a device that you have no physical access to. Ugh. There is something else you should know. The main reason Agent Von Contact chose this particular closet is that it will provide a wonderful view for you, Santee to watch as she and her subordinate manually assimilate the Prime Negator with the pylon via spacewalk. I'm sure she figured that giving you a front row seat to the deployment of your magnum opus was the least she could do to honor its creator. They're suiting up now. In the next ten minutes, the Prime Negator will have achieved assimilation and the entire Kybernet Matrix will fall. Gee? <sighs> this... this is it. It's over. Thank you for listening to Erraticus. This episode was written by Sarah Newton and featured the voices of Sarah Newton, Jacob Zarek, Becky Newton, and Brant Wolf, with digital intelligence supervision by Jacob Zarek. Please visit our website at erraticuspod.com for details regarding sound effect and music attributions. If you enjoyed this part of our story, please share with others and tune in next time for Erraticus Episode 7, Absolute Control. Absolute Control